Hey everyone, my name is Yaro, and you're listening to the DIY Business Magic Podcast. Welcome back. I hope you're having a beautiful start to your week, and I'm excited to share another episode on generosity and boundaries in business with you. It's going to be another shorter solo episode, which I think is great to kind of warm us up with the podcast and for us to get to know each other. But in the future, I'm also really excited to share interviews with you. So before we get into things, there's a couple of announcements. The first and probably most exciting one is that I'm running a free online workshop on business planning for 2019 on December 4th. And I'm doing this because it's really important to me to bring like-minded people together and to find ways in which we can set goals that feel authentic and doable and sustainable before there's any risk that we get swept up in the January wildness around goal setting and scarcity and competition and dieting and all that bullshit that really no one needs so let's get together and do some journaling there'll be some storytelling you can ask me anything i'll share a ton of tools and techniques that i'm utilizing and we'll strategize in a way that feels good so i'm really excited to see you there and i'll link to that in the show notes this workshop is going to be a warm-up for the live version of the DIY Business Magic program that I'm running in January. So a quick re recap, the DIY Business Magic program is an evergreen self-study program, meaning that you can sign up anytime and you can study it in your own pace. And it teaches you really anything, well, absolutely anything, that you, everything that you need to know to start a small business. Um, I'm, I'm teaching you a lot of stuff around mindset, there's a lot of journaling, there's self-care for entrepreneurs, there's tarot spreads, but there's also really technical stuff. So like screen share videos in which I'm showing you how I'm using tools for social media, how I'm building my websites, um, how I'm organizing myself, how I'm working on building my newsletter and all these different things and some people find it super helpful. I really loved the feedback I received so far and I'm really proud that I'm able to offer it as at such a low cost. So the suggested pledge is $11 on my Patreon which gets you access to all my programs including um, the business one but then also the web design and branding one as well as the magic of embodiment which is a beautiful year-long program all about folk herbalism and tarot and ritual. So yeah, um, this is, like I said, usually a self-study program and then people get access to me through the monthly um, live online workshops that I'm running. And that's a space where we create a sense of community and accountability and also hold space for our questions. And in January, I'm gonna do a live one of this um, program, meaning that every other week we'll meet um, on Zoom, which is a really cool um, community building online platform um, for workshops where we're going deeper into each of the eight different modules. So there's more accountability and more momentum. Everyone is beginning the year together. And I really think that it's gonna be a great community. The people in the program are incredible. And I'm currently working on um, creating more of a forum for people to connect on Teachable where the course is hosted. So there's also gonna be a directory of people um, so that we can support each other, which I think is really beautiful and important as well. 
So again, that's also going to be available for everyone who pledges $11 or more on Patreon. And the pace is going to be medium. Like, there will be excitement, but I think fortnightly workshops are just kind of right. You've got two weeks to work through each module. There's no rush. You can take all year, but you can also kind of benefit from the group momentum and use the first four months of the year to really start with super strong intentions and really good systems in place. So yeah, I'll link to that again to the show notes and I'll finally start talking about generosity and boundaries in business now. Hooray! Uh, thank you so much for listening. So I want to talk about this because I really think that having solid boundaries and also a sense of being able to be generous is a really key aspect of building a sustainable business. So when I was starting out almost four years ago, I used to say absolutely uh, say yes to absolutely everything because I needed to. I um, had no savings and no regular income and I knew I really wanted to make this web design stuff work for myself and so in the first couple of months I just needed to build a portfolio and the first commercial or professional website that I created for someone took me about two weeks to make and I charged 85 uh, pounds for it. So obviously I totally underpriced myself and while that was the right thing to do at the time because I didn't have any connections or an existing portfolio, I really cared to help other people to not have to go through that process in the future. And I think as we think about pricing and boundaries and generosity, there's a ton of different things that can come up for all of us. If you're listening to this, most likely you are interested in things like accessibility and social justice and sustainability. So it can be really heartbreaking to come to a place where you're feeling drained and you're lacking energy for things that you care about and you're noticing that you might have to charge more for what you're offering in order to honor your own limits and boundaries. That's definitely a place I've been in and one of the things that I find really helpful is to remember all the different ways that the internet enables me to be generous with my time with a large amount of people without depleting myself. So to give you an, a more practical example, I am um, in the first couple of years, um, um, well, I actually still do this and, and it's, I really enjoy being able to do it. But anyway, I um, increased my prices um, over the last couple of years and I also offer a couple of sliding scale spots for web design projects a year for people that could otherwise not afford to work with me. And um, I was pretty overwhelmed in the beginning because I didn't have enough income from paid work to justify doing that and also I was receiving all these requests from friends of friends who were asking me if I could help them and I just couldn't say yes to all of those. And so the online courses that I started teaching two and a half years ago really came out of that desire of not wanting to say no all the time but also feeling really tired. So the first course I run was a DIY WordPress web design course. It's still available. It's It's been updated last year and it teaches you everything you need to know to create your own WordPress site. So I wanted to create a win-win situation. I wanted to be able to give everyone who asked me something without it taking a lot of time on my end. So I created and recorded this course once and then whenever someone came my way who didn't have a budget, I could just give them free access to the course and in the process I also found some paying clients for this course who were on a smaller budget and really grateful to have 
have all the resources in one place to teach themselves how to do it. So yeah, that was really great and it's something that I really recommend considering if, if you feel a similar struggle around your own pricing and wanting to keep your work accessible. Other ways or other things that I would offer you to keep in mind if, if this was if pricing or your time is bringing up anxiety is that there's so many beautiful ways in which you can share free stuff or skills or information or resources. So podcasting, of course, is one way of doing that. And I'll record a whole episode about how I got into podcasting and what I recommend people check out. But you can also blog and there's a ton that you can do on social media. So again, I think this is a process of figuring out what kind of offering feel easy to create for you and what you can give generously without feeling depleted at the end of it. So for me, for example, podcasting feels pretty easy. I love just sitting down with my microphone, but I find creating live content a lot harder. So I love my webinars and because I feel some sense of intimacy with the people showing up, I can prepare on my end. I like Zoom as a space, but I don't tend to do a lot of live content on social media. So, you know, lots of people do Facebook lives or Instagram lives, just find that more anxiety inducing for some for some reason. And I know that about myself and I just respect that and I, you know, offer offer different things in other spaces and that feels good to me. Um, but yeah, sharing skills is really important and it's just about finding a way that makes sense to you. Um, another example that I wanted to give you in, in an area where I kind of wanted to be generous and needed to find a way to have boundaries around that is sharing skills with clients. So pretty much right from the beginning, I used to, or and still do, I always teach my clients at the end of a web design project how they can update and maintain and edit their own site. And I think that's really important and I also feel like it is a feminist issue because I hear from clients over and over again who worked with men in tech who kind of locked them out of their own side or didn't properly explain to them what would happen to the site in the future or give or didn't give them access or tools to edit and maintain it. So many um, people, especially women, came to me after getting stuck in a situation where they were kind of tied to someone in particular to maintain their website and so I when this first came up for me I, I made this decision to really um, just give people all the access make sure that they really own their site so they're signing up for their own hosting account they have access to the domain to know how the web website works and even if you know they might not know all the details or they might not be super interested in an emergency they know where to look and they know how to make changes and that's really important to me and lots of people used to warn me about this and say, you know, does that really make sense for you business-wise? Because you could just be charging these people ongoing fees for website uh, maintenance. And then, you know, you, you got uh, regular income. And I decided to against that because, well, for obvious reasons that I just described to you, I thought people needed to know how they can do it themselves. And I also found that this was a big reason for why so many people recommended me and why my business grew mainly through word of mouth in the first couple of years because that was a new experience for people. Um, many folks who had hired someone in the area of tech or design had never been told you know, that they can do it themselves and they found that cool and so they told other people and were like, hey, I work with this web designer 
and um, the website looks great but I also know how to manage it myself so yeah that's another um, example of, of you know generosity creating a win-win situation for everyone involved um, okay just looking back at my list I made some notes oh yeah so another example I wanted to give to you was the monthly workshops that I'm running. So um, if you've been in the online marketing world for a while, you might know of a concept that's called a funnel. So traditionally, or you know, is there any is there, can anything online that can be called a tradition? I don't know. But anyway, um, more conventionally, a funnel would be something where you are asked to sign up for some kind of free gift so that could be a workshop or a download on audio or a mini course or a list of resources there's so many different options and then you're kind of um, on someone's list and you receive a nurture sequence that gives you more information it might tell you the story of that business you got involved with and it might prompt you to engage on social media for example and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that that's not what I'm saying at all I think that free uh, offerings are a great way to well share skills like I said and also to give people a chance to get to know your work before they commit to spending any money and if you have the right system in place this really doesn't have to be hard in any way you know it's not like you have to individually send out pdf downloads to each and everyone who signs up and I'll talk about systems till the cows come home if you like. So do hit me up if you have any questions around that. So anyway, this is conventionally what a funnel looks like. And it will then eventually lead into a paid program or product or service that people want to get you to buy. And like I said, there's nothing wrong, it makes total sense. But what I notice is that it feels really nice to offer free stuff not within the framework of a funnel where people are being led specifically to uh, buy something right away. So what feels really good to me at this point in my business is to really sit with this idea that this is the free stuff, anyone can sign up for it, the people that will be in the right place and have the budget and the desire to work with me in a deeper way will spend money or buy something or become a patreon and it is 100% cool for everyone else to not do that because you know it isn't right for everyone at this time to do an online course or join a group program or whatever and and I think this is um Maybe this sounds a bit far out, but I think this is a difference in the energetic approach and that has become really important to me over time. And I also noticed that sometimes when there's a clear pattern where we're not hearing from someone for a month and month, there's no newsletter, there's little engagement on social media, and then suddenly when there's something to sell, we're, we're being offered free stuff. I think that I 100% understand that it's really difficult to come up with free stuff all the time and you know that there's so much work behind the scenes that many people don't see so it is difficult and so I understand that people often only offer free stuff when they have something to sell but at the same time I think there's really beautiful elements to building a community long term and to not think only about conversion rates and what we can sell and how but to see this as a long game because that's really yeah that's really what what makes a business sustainable to be in it for the long run and that requires a lot of resilience and a lot of community that has your back and I think generosity is um 
the ground on which we can build that. Um, oh yeah, another example in which um, in which generosity has worked for me, but in which I also needed to find boundaries. So in the beginning, I was often spending a lot of time, a couple of times a week in Facebook groups, and um, I would just search for questions around tech and design, and then I would answer them and share resources, and I wouldn't link straight to my work, but I found that many people found my answers useful and then they go went and, and checked my profile out and some of them then got in touch and hired me. And I think that's a great way, again, to create a win-win situation. There will be a ton of people who just get an expert to answer their questions for free, which is great. And then there'll also be a lot of exposure for you and you'll get to find new clients that might want to work with you. However, um, a boundary that I needed to set around that, for example, was that I really don't want to hang out on Facebook all the time and I don't encourage people, well, in fact, I actually actively discourage people from messaging me on Facebook because I think it's not the right uh, place for me to talk about business stuff. So I'm happy to talk about this in groups um, at specific times uh, during the week, definitely not every day, but usually the best way to get in touch with me around business stuff is to send me an email and then I can you know decide how I want to work with my inbox and that feels good to me. So I also want to talk about some boundaries that I drew around things that I'm offering and and also by the way I really don't want to make it sound like I'm some kind of saint who's offering free stuff all the time. I am also someone who needs to make a living. I'm asking for support. Um, you know, I talk about my Patreon a lot. I really appreciate that support. And I don't expect anyone to, you know, do something similar or find that this is the right way for them to do it. Um, all I want to do with this episode is to share how I found ways to be generous while also having good boundaries and this could totally look like something completely different for you and that's totally fine as well but it is all about sharing you know tools and approaches and that's what I'm excited about so anyway here are some boundaries that I've put in place for myself I don't do late night or weekend ad hoc work so lots of people that I work with in a, in a completely different time zone I'm in the UK currently and lots of my uh, clients are in the Americas and that means that when it's afternoon for them it's already late night for me so I'm communicating to them that uh, they can always expect to hear from me within 24 to 48 hours but I'm not gonna get on on quick little jobs in the evening or at the weekend because that's my downtime and I need to be off the screen as much as possible I also don't answer emails over the weekend and I have a fixed schedule for calls. So I have an Acuity account which feels really helpful. It means that I don't email back and forth around scheduling. I just send people that link and then within Acuity I um, I block specific times in the week for calls and those are the only times that people can book in. So example, I'm not taking calls on Monday morning because no way. I want to start my week super gently and, you know, get to get some time by myself with my dog to plan and, and arrive in the space and, uh, and that feels good to me. I also don't run Facebook groups anymore. I used to be quite into them and I ran uh, one of them successfully with, a, with about 500 members and that was a space in which I was sharing tech um, and design resources and I was answering questions but I found that actually it was draining quite a lot of my energy to be in the space and answer questions and I found 
that I was feeling quite a bit of pressure to be very present every day and to answer questions right away. And at the same time, I wasn't feeling that I was building community because people increasingly feel like Facebook is a very distracting space. It's not necessarily, in my experience, a space where deep conversations are being had or where we form very authentic or even intimate relationships with people that we meet. Um, I find um, podcast interviews or webinars much better for that. So I let go of the two groups that I had I, and I also decided not to be on Twitter anymore. I had built my Twitter account to 4,000 followers but again I found that I was not using it and it didn't look good to have a space where you know that was pretty dated there was just not a lot going on there and I felt that the kinds of conversations I wanted to have didn't really have a space on Twitter because it's such a fast-paced environment and I know it works for a lot of people and that's amazing it just didn't work for me so I let it go and I'm not you know I'm not surrendering to the pressure to be everywhere all the time and then finally I don't um, promote products or services that I'm not using myself and again I'll have a whole episode about affiliate marketing and how I feel about that in the future so I think it's important to uh, talk about as well. Oh and then one last thing which is probably the most important thing is regardless of how many hours I work that week I will take time off if I need to and that is to me about getting away from the mindset that only a 40 plus hour week is in air quotes a full-time working week whatever that's meant to mean um, and I really just want to unlearn measuring my productivity or my worth as a person that way um, and so yeah yay for being generous yay for having boundaries I hope that makes sense for you in some way and I hope that it just kind of gave you a glimpse behind the scenes of how I'm navigating this stuff and as always if you have any questions at all I would really love to hear from you and I would totally appreciate your Patreon support or just leaving a review and sharing the podcast if you like it. Thank you so much.